Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I have something, and it so describes how I was living. It so captures the feelings that I had about beginning on the pathway of my dreams. It, it so describes how I felt when I was about to attempt something. And I have some striking news for you. It describes often how I feel still today to a degree. So let me tell you what that is. Here's an analogy that I've heard a couple of different ways, but I've kind of, you know, fixed it around to where I can drink it better. And I think it fits my personality to describe it to people best this way. I've talked often about the urgency of doing something with your life, of getting started today, of stopping the procrastination and putting it off and waiting on all your ducks to line up in a row and waiting until the stars align themselves. If if you're waiting on such a thing, you're never going to get started. I don't know too many people who can say that all the ducks just lined up in a row. Things happen. Even when you get them lined up, one of the ducks get out of line or somebody knock over the dominoes, something happens. But here's the point I'm getting at. God has so many blessings available to you, you who's listening. God has so many blessings available to you from where you are right now. I don't care what you've gotten yourself into or what you've done. God has so many blessings that he can send your way, but you have to do something. See, a lot of people just sit around and go, man, something always happening to you. You always getting a break. You always doing this. You always do Man, don't nothing come my way. Listen to me. If nothing ever comes your way, you know why that is? It's because you're not doing anything. I promise you, you're not. Here's the deal. God has all these blessings he wants to send you, but you got to give him something to work with now. Come on. God will bless you. God can touch people's hearts on your behalf. He can move situations around for you. He can align the stars. He can set the ducks up in a row. But align the stars and move people around and touch people's hearts and set the ducks up in a row for what? Have you put forth any effort? Have you made a single step in any direction to do the right thing or go the right way that gives him something to put his finger on? Come on, man. God can only bless you according to your faith. If you have a little bit of faith, give him that. Let him work with that. You know, man, I didn't always start with these speeches you hear in the morning now. I ain't always had these. I grew to these. I stumbled my way to these. I messed up my way to these here. I got it wrong so many times to be able to sound like I got some sense. I've said it often. Failure is a wonderful teacher. Do you know how many times I have had to have failed to have what I have in my head today? I'm telling you, man, it's a process. People get mad at the process. 
You got to do something to give God something to work with. He'll bless you, but what you want me to bless, if you ain't putting forth any effort, you can get blessed from wherever you are in your life, wherever your starting point is, wherever you find yourself wound up. You can get it back from there. I've done it. Man, by the grace of God, I've done it. I, I, I got over, man. I learned some things along the way. Because here's the deal. As long as God keeps waking you up in the morning, he ain't through with you yet. When he's done, you're done. But if God still has a plan for you, you wake up in the morning. He still got some more work for you to do, you wake up in the morning. So if you keep waking up, man, it's something that God wants from you, would love to have from you. And he can work with you, man, if you just walk towards him a little bit. Here's the deal. I know it's hard for the average person to start because the fear of the unknown is incredible. What if I fail? What if I don't get picked? You know, one of the hardest things I ever did was walking in to quit my job. Oh, man, let me tell you about that day when I decided that I was going to be a full-time comedian after winning an amateur night one time. Quitting your job, following your dream, going for it, despite all the naysayers, it's like stepping off a cliff. It's like actually just walking off the edge of a cliff, hoping, hoping now, not really knowing, but hoping. Hoping is the bare basis of faith. I stepped off that cliff hoping that my parachute would open and allow me to drift down. <laughs> See, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine part of the thrill, and I don't know this because I'm not going to skydive to find out. I think part of the thrill for people is the, uh, the, the danger part of throwing yourself out of plane and how it feels to be free falling. But the whole time they're free falling, having this exhilarating over the top moment. You have got to believe in your heart of hearts. You have got to hope with everything in you that when you pull this cord, the chute opens or else this ain't a good move at all. But you've packed your chute yourself. You've taken the lessons. So you go ahead and you make the leap. Now, the only thing about quitting your job and following your dream is you ain't really been trained all that good for this. You done packed your chute, but you ain't never opened it before. So I walked off this cliff. That's what it was like. And you following your dream is like you walking off a cliff. Here's the part where people don't never make the jump. They see somebody like myself who jumped off the cliff and the parachute don't open right away. And I hit a couple rocks on the way down. I got my back cut up pretty bad. They see that. Three years living in a car. Man, he got his life toe down jumping off that cliff. I ain't jumping off that cliff. But see, what you don't understand is you don't know it, but eventually the chute will open. And I'm at the parachute opening part of my life, man, where the chute didn't open and I'm drifting. And I'm, I'm able to guide my chute over to Paris and glide. I've, I've glided over to Africa and seen what it looked like. It's a slow ride down when the parachute finally opened. Uh, and my back didn't heal, too. And the cuts that I had on me, I remember now I know how to stay away from the edge. But the parachute didn't open. And I'm enjoying my life for the first time. I'm gliding. But I, I got hit up against the rock. I can see more. I get a chance to see more things. I get to glide and see more parts of the world. 
I'm living my dream. Your parachute is going to open, but I'll tell you one thing for sure. It'll never open if you don't step off that cliff. You got to step off that cliff. God will get the parachute open for you, but you got to jump, baby. That's the hard part, ain't it? Now, the question is, the end of this story right here today, when you jumping? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. You know something, everybody? Uh, Listen, this is the voice of your dude. This your boy. One and only. Coming to you with encouragement, enlightenment, information, entertainment. First thing I want to say, God is good. Man, yeah, he is. I don't care what you're going through, he's going to pull you through it. Know that. No question about it. Ain't he always done it? Yes, he has. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That that you're going through, he's going to pull you through it. And remember, every test has a purpose and a meaning behind it. You ain't just getting thrown to the wolves. You belong to him. You his and he yours. Huh. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell Jr., Mississippi Monica, the legend of nephew Tommy, and yours truly. Junior? Yes, uh. Uh-oh. Mm. That started. Mm-hmm. That started. That damn near had crisis wrote on it. But in a uh, more of a life. <laughs> Not your crisis. I mean, like a maybe a crisis ain't a good oh. word. That had a little oh. stress in it. It do. It do. Okay. What's wrong with you? Know, Unc, you know, I just got to find out, you know, how long is this going to be going on, Unc? You know, do they, you know, I'm married and everything, but my wife, man, I, I love my wife. I really do. I love her to death, but. I know. How many times do they have to call your name for nothing? How well, long do that last? Well, Junior, that is that, a very thing I can't understand. Junior, that was a clue in in the vow. Huh? You didn't hear the clue in the vow? Till death, do you part? Yeah, you ready to lay it down? Yeah, that's how long he gonna be calling your name for no damn reason at all. And I got the answer every time. And get oh, that I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. If you want to see how effective it is, don't answer. Oh, we've all tried that, Junior. Oh, okay, I've tried it. What did, you, okay. what did you do, Steve? This how it went. Steve. 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 Now, I heard her. 
But I'm, I don't want to, I don't, because all I know, see, when she called me, she want me to come to wherever she is. I'm downstairs. I don't want to go up all them damn steps. So I try to be, I act like I don't hear. And then next thing I hear, I know you hear me, because I do. And it's something about your wife's voice, man. You can hear that thing. I done been in the middle of domino games talking mad sugar honey iced tea. Uh-huh. I'm talking about letting them have it. Mm-hmm. I can hear that little voice over all those men's tongues. Mm. So, Junior, how long yeah. will this be going on? Yeah. Just like the vial said, till death do us part. Now, you can do like I did with my second wife, because this is what I did. I honored the vial, Richard, for poor sickness and health. And till death do you part. So yep. what I did was, the moment I felt like I was dying, I parted. That's what I did. What? The moment I felt like I was dying, I said it's time to part. All right. Uh, on that note, <laughs> coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And it's time now to run that prank back with the nephew. Nephew, what you got? Well, we're dealing with no hair weaves, okay? Mm. No hair weaves. So you no say. Tired and it got too long. It's just, it's out of control. Roll. <laughs> All is hitting yourself in the head. We don't know why you hitting yourself in the pet, head. Pet. It's, it's, uh-uh. it's too much. No hair weave. Yeah, pins and anything pointy you can find. Cat dog, let's go. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, that's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able – they're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to – a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been uh, that's been available here in the past. Okay. Okay. All right. The last one is uh, Risa. Do you um do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, uh, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed. Uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave to have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in and being on the Internet, yes, that's something that, that corporate, but hair weave and wigs? You're getting into uh, changing I understand people's the appearance. Higher ups are, are, they're looking down upon it. 
wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest uh, it doesn't come out that very you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has You're going to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, $300, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean... It takes a long time to take that down. Okay. Uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? This uh, some okay, I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it. But by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirm that you do and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one but you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave are you heard how much i pay for it so it's a good weave ma'am it's not about how good you know with the quality of your weave or anything they don't want it they want natural hair i don't know what that means but they're going natural they're going green they're going natural i don't know what it is they're going natural and so are you tomorrow morning you need to come in with your hair completely down Okay. I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, what then, is that? Y'all going to write me up or something? Okay, ma'am. Do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You talking about personal appearance? I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But t- but uh, telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not going to. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is... Get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all going to have to drag me out there behind some weave. You're going to lost your mind, you and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You d- right? That's what I just said. Okay, you calling okay. me at home are you, with are you, are you, Then, then we need to, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in? Because you may as well I'm not pack your stuff. I'm not You bring the Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff and box it up, and you're losing your job because you can't take well, your You know what? Down. You can do that because I'm going to call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of behind some Weave. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid behind weave. Oh, you, you need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone and then I'll let you go and you can come in to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Bob? And what else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you fed this. Up. I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the <laughs> you just said? <laughs> I know you. This is, this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your coworker, got me to prank oh, phone call you. You got my blood pressure up. I'm gonna kill that. <laughs> 
tomorrow, and I'm going to pull her weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She wrong for this shit. You know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's the money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, baby. I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Well, after this prank, <laughs> it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the Black Effect Podcast Network is having its first live podcasting festival in Atlanta, and we'll tell you how to get tickets for it. It's a Creed 3 weekend, ladies, 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 as the nephew used to say. Uh, it's a Creed 3 weekend, and we'll tell you why we're so excited about the movie. Also, Michael Irvin gets a small victory in his case. Hell you know, the yeah, one and on. the Marriott Ooh. Hotel last month. Mm-hmm. We'll Hell talk yeah. about it. All at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions. This one's from Mal in Corpus Christi. Mal says, my husband has a daughter from his past marriage, from his first marriage, and she lives two hours away. He goes to visit and stays at his ex-wife's house to hang out with his daughter. Why won't he file for joint custody so his daughter can come visit at our house? Mm. Well, how old is his daughter? Uh, they don't say. He does not. They don't say. Mal well, the real say. problem that she got is he over there staying at the house. That's yeah, it. that is a problem. And that is it. And I know that's a problem, and I can understand that. Uh, he should try to file for joint custody so he could have visitation rights with his daughter. He seems like a good man. That would be the logical thing to do instead of him going there all the time. But now I also want you to understand that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes women use children as a pawn. And so this could be a way to force him to have to drive two down and two back, trying to inconvenience him out of spite because he got you. You want to see your daughter, you come see her. I'm not sending over there, over that helper house. That happens all the time. Is he sleeping with the ex? No. That ain't none of your business. You're going to it see is. your baby. That's the major point. Baby. That ain't your damn thing. business. Thanks for business. Don't even try it. <laughs> <laughs> he could stay at a hotel. All right. Moving on to uh, Daniel and Evanston. Daniel says, my wife told me she had dinner with a friend that was having marital problems. I assumed it was a female until I saw the receipt. Had two lemon drops on it and three glasses of scotch. I didn't know women drank scotch. If she was if she was out with a man, why didn't she pay for the drinks? Uh, should I confront my wife or not? Hell yeah. Better say something. Hell yeah, because who drinking all this scotch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I didn't had scotch before. I don't know Hell too many just... women drink scotch. Oh. No. That takes some different type of taste buds. Ever. It's an acquired tried. taste, Shirley. I can assure you that. It is not delicious. <laughs> Never, not for the faint at heart. It's like the first time you eat yogurt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did anybody really like yogurt the first time? 
<laughs> Not really. But then remember when Danon came out and they had the fruit on the bottom and you learned how to deal with it? You know, you always got to put something on yogurt. So if she was out with a man, why didn't he pay for their drinks? The bigger question is, what you doing out with a man? Uh See, that's my whole problem. I don't give a damn who he is. I'm telling y'all about these friendships. Mm -hmm. And if you don't confront your wife, your eye spy skills is shot. (laughs) I'm going to say so. What do you need to talk to you for? Hell, you having trouble in your marriage right now. All this damn scotch on this bill. That's what you got now. <laughs> now, y'all going to have to talk about that at the next one. Gonna be, you going to have the three lemon drops, and he going to have the one scotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be drinking more of your favorite drink. You keep going down there. Be a problem with you. <laughs> All right, moving on to Octavia in Low Country. Octavia says, I've been married for two years, and living with my husband is sheer hell. He's got an obsessive-compulsive thing going on that I can't put a pencil down without him snatching it up angrily. Forget counseling. I want out. What should I tell him? Get out. Get out. Go get you some paperwork. (laughs) Two years of living hell. Don't do this to yourself. Get out. Dang. He got a problem. If you set a pencil down, he snatch it up. He got OCDC and DCOA. Uh He got all that. (laughs) Then he got AH. He got all that. Well, what about till death do us part? Is mm. sickness and in health. That's, so that's she killing feel her. Like she Ain't it killing her? It's yeah. killing her. Dave. That's oh, he's right. killing her. He's that's killing your her out. spirit. <laughs> that's he it. Said, I'll get, get you out, some paperwork. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no tell him nothing. Get you some damn paperwork. Uh-huh. Get you a place to go. And when you go to work, don't go back down there. Had and paper sent to the house. Marriage certificate and death certificate. Get both First two years is hell. And a restraining order. (laughs) You can draw one up. You can draw one up. No, that got to come from the coroner's office, Tommy. You can get one off the internet, but it's... Y'all don't know how to kill y'all still. I don't know why y'all don't know how to do this. Yeah, you are the expert on the show. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah, you're okay. right, Tommy. I ain't never thought about it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is our last one, Steve. Beat hey, me let in me Roxborough. tell you something. The last mm-hmm. time I was in college, I was dating this girl, and she was uh-huh. breaking up with me. And I was looking she sad. She said, I know you look have a look like it's over for you. And, you know, are you okay? Because you look like you want to take yourself out. I looked at her. I went, kill myself? Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. I got up and said, girl, you? you ain't that damn fine. <laughs> must be out your damn mind. Kill myself. About yeah. what? You didn't give me nothing uh, no way. What the hell am I going to kill myself for? <laughs> then I started finding stuff wrong with you. Gapping your teeth and everything. Why you, <laughs> you started picking her apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he turned on her, didn't he? Yeah. No, I, said, I said some real hoods that need pressure hair. <laughs> and, that, and that's really what I liked about her. She had a natural fro. That's what I really liked about her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then when she ticked me off, I said to myself, y'all press your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, BB in Roxborough says, my wife thinks she's a motivational speaker, and she m- makes videos every day to motivate her <laughs> 300 followers. I hope she makes it big one day, but in the meantime, how do I get her to get off social media and get a real job so she can help pay bills? 
Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, once they think that I've met more life coaches. <laughs> I, man, it was a dude in the audience the other day at Family Feud. You know, I take questions on commercial break, uh-huh. and I asked the dude. I said, "Man, what do you do?" He said, "Well, I do this type of work to raise money. Sometimes I do audience work." I said, "Okay, a lot of people do that, you know." That's been, and um, you know, I'm a personal trainer. You know, had a little stomach on him. I said, knew that wasn't going good. And then uh, I said, "What else you do?" He said, "I'm a life coach." I got real quiet. Then you can see the all the black people in the crowd stop putting their hand over their mouth because I was just looking at it. You sitting in the audience making seventy five dollars, and you a personal trainer with a big stomach. Yeah. Who? Who have you convinced that you should be <laughs> coaching their life on seventy-five dollars a day? What? I hate you. I hate you. I'm just coming up at the out. top of the hour. We'll have some is entertainment you, is news you for you. Life coaching down at a shelter. Where is you? <laughs> right after these this. these people that's looking up to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect Podcast Network is a partnership between iHeartRadio and radio host Charlemagne. It is gold standard for black creators to raise their voices and be heard in the podcast game. Well, next month, the first ever live Black Effect Podcast Festival will be held at Pullman Yards in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a one-day event of live podcast tapings featuring the 85 South Show, Big Facts, 
Reasonably Shady, and checking in with Michelle Williams. Panel discussions will include Chad Oubre of 85 South, comedian Jess Hilarious, and social justice advocate Tamika Mallory. Among others, there will be a Black-owned business marketplace and a career corner, too. This all goes down on Saturday, April 22nd in Atlanta, and tickets are on sale right now. Go to blackeffect.com. I have two podcasts that I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to do Shannon Sharp's podcast. Uh Uh I want to do 85 South. Yes, sir. Nice. Oh, that'd be okay. fine. And uh, I, this ain't a podcast, but I, you know what I, my dream interview is, really? What? Who? The, bre- who? The, the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, The Breakfast oh. Club? Oh, that'd yeah. be fun for you, Steve. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. love to sit up there. You haven't been cats. on The Breakfast Club with Charlamagne no. yet? Oh. I love Charlamagne. Well, that's an easy fix. Yeah. And my I was on it That's immediate. You can go on now. Yeah, you can <laughs> leave this show. It's going to be on the Monday. For a couple of minutes. Go it's on just, you know, I think I, it's always a problem when you go over to a competitive show, which is not a competitor of ours. We're it's a sister show. Yeah, it's and they're a hip-hop show. Yeah. I know they're going to have a problem with it in a certain city. And so, you know, I was just throwing it out there because it's going to happen. Oh, you're just giving us a heads up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on that Monday, matter of fact. You know, I'm giving yeah. the city a heads up because it's just some things I want to do. Because I'm a proponent of whatever God has for you, he has for you. For you. And nobody can take that away. And just because you bring your shine to somebody else's, it don't deaden yours. And uh, that's the one thing about the radio community that I've never cared for is the competition that's created amongst radio stations because... I understand you want to be number one, but you ain't got to throw shade. Like, we don't throw shade on the station. Mm-mm. We just don't. You know, we it. And if you don't think we it, go and watch some, go listen to somebody else. You do. You can come back, you know. And I don't know what you be saying, Monica. All them little cute faces you be making. I don't even. Because Monica is the morning show producer, right? And sometimes Monica will be on the Zoom and she'll be lip talking. You know like, we supposed to know what she doing, you know. And don't nobody know what she's doing, because I don't know how to read your lips, because you don't talk well, on turn, the damn turn the show. mic on and ask her what she's saying, bro. She would. What is she saying? Because Carla, I know what Carla's saying, because she's very expressionable. Her eyes get big, and it's usually shut your ass up. And I know what that is. <laughs> you can read my lips without yeah. one. You know that. She usually... She knows well, let's move along, Nick. Uh, that's why I said he knows nothing. <laughs> he doesn't I ain't know got what goes on in his own show. You need to learn these titles around here. <laughs> well, when I when I want to take off or something like that, who I call? <laughs> I don't know. She's a take I don't know, because we too. find out very <laughs> right. late. So who do you call? <laughs> you that's call a question the for Lord. Us. Who do you call? Who do you I call, call myself. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Steve, huh? All right. You're going to be right. off tomorrow for an emergency. Thank you. <laughs> we got to get to these next two stories. Uh, fellas, you can take a little break here because Carla and I can handle this one. Thank you very much. Uh, we cannot wait for this day to come. Let's just say that, Carla. Creed Girl. 3 is Girl. in theaters nationwide today. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> it is Women's History Month. All right. So we're doing all of that right now. We've seen the trailers, yes. the movie premiere in Hollywood. We saw the stars of the movie on the Sherry Show on uh, Wednesday of this week. They're on magazine covers. Have you seen it, Carla? I know you have. <laughs> 
girl. I'm going to go to the movie, but I'm just, I think I just want to see the fight scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear no conversation. You see no skin. That's what we you don't care. The fight scenes. <laughs> and, and, and we're going, it's a girl's night, okay? We're going right. by ourselves. Um, they're shirtless all throughout the movie, so that's a great thing, mm. Carla. They're shirtless. Thank we you. cannot wait. You know, they to asked me to be in uh, Here we go. Here we go. I told him, you know, <laughs> I told him I, you know, I wasn't quite, you know. You could be a good corner man. Cut man. You could be a good corner man. Cut man, no, no, everything. No. You can do no, it, Ron. Right. to be boxing. No. I'm going to be boxing. Mm. Okay. What? Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to box. You better be shadow boxing. That's what you better be doing. <laughs> In be this a... movie. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a game. Have you seen? Forty <laughs> years ago, though, Michael B. Jordan and 40, Jonathan Majors. Whoa. Forty-five years ago, would have whooped both of them. Forty-five years. They actors, Steve. Yeah, I know. They're not really fighters. I know that. That's why I know how to whoop their ass for the time. I know good yeah. yeah. well, because I was fighting for real. Yeah. <laughs> I put hands on them forty-five years ago. Now, right now, I'm just sitting up in there, just taking the ass whooping, just steady. <laughs> Damn, they ain't blocking nothing. You got one more left. Everybody got, got one more Tommy, left. Tommy, you exactly huh? right about that. I got one more good one left. I don't want to use it, though. I, no, don't, don't Do not waste it. I want to use it. No, I ain't going to waste it. Mm. I'm saving it for uh, my daughters or my wife. Mm. Yeah. Huh? Protection. No, I'm, no. Protection. If, to help oh, them, oh, to I'm going to save it for my daughters it. or my wife. So back to Creed three. Uh, anyway, it's out in theaters today. <laughs> Can't even have a moment. Right? We Hell tried. No. Y'all had enough naked moment. Y'all had enough. Now. Coming up at twenty minutes after the hour, Junior is here with a poem for us. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is Women's History Month, and Junior is here with a poem. Steve, please introduce him. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome J-Rap, which is an ac- acronym, simply means juniors, raggedy ass poems. Man, I Come love on. when you say that, man. I love uh, when you say that. You might as well love it, because I'm not going to stop. <laughs> well, it's Women's History Month. We have three beautiful ladies that work on the show. They work hard. Talk about Shirley, Carla, and Monica. You know, we got to honor them, because it's Women's History Month. So here it is. The title of this poem here, put a lot of thought into it. Women's History Month, because that's I what it is. It. Yeah, that's deep. it. Okay. I knew you were a lot of thought into that. That is right there. I mean, I just, this way it came out. Here we go. March is Women's History Month. Woohoo! Without women, there would be no me or you or you or you. Women are the backbone of all this mess, and the reason some men have a lot of stress. Now, wait, men stress women out too, but don't have a men's history month, so that's not cool. Nobody ever thought about giving men some praise. The only thing men have is Father's Damn Day. But I'm going to stop hating because I have a great wife, and she has greatly improved my entire life. I'm talking about dressing for one. That's the first thing she changed right there on me. Happy Women's Month. Happy Women's History Month to the Steve Harvey Nation because all y'all hardworking women deserve a standing ovation. The end. Wow. Boy, I'm telling you right now. That, that's going down in history. I told y'all. That, I told that's y'all. It, really, I want to apologize to the women out there. Apologize for what? Because the damn apologize? poem wasn't even about y'all. Yeah, it was. It was about women's history. Ragged that's what it was. Poem sitting up in here. Wait a minute, wow. Mr. Harvey. They're just Mr. looking Harvey. upside your head. Worst damn poem you never wrote. Uh, what, can't what, what, you what I can't believe you named it after women. It First is all, Women's History Month. 
Thank you. I don't Junior. know if Maya Angelou would have liked us when I don't know. But you know what? Maya Angelou ain't me. So that's the, that's, that's that's the first problem you got right there. Well, well, well. well you know, Junior. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, thank you for the effort. Yeah, but you mentioned. You. Wait a minute, Carla. Did you say thank you for the effort? Don't nobody get effort. effort. I did. I did. Effort. Because, because you, you know what? You mentioned men and why men didn't have I a month. started It's right. always right. about men. That's right. And why. then you started talking about. How you got your clothes and wardrobe? <laughs> that was an ad lib. Uh, yeah, I, well, I was just letting you know my <laughs> wife has improved my life. I said, first of all, the way I dress is better. Hey man, you can stop life. explaining this raggedy poem. <laughs> why, why would I stop it? It's, it's really it's you beautiful. was every bit of J rap on this one. I'm Did telling you, you right so, now, um, this you is just going wrote down it in this morning, at, right along with See, Shirley, women's history. Now you over here with me. See. What, what, what I think he made it up on I'm, the fly. I'm very appreciative. Well, you know what, Uncle, I may have. But the point I'm saying is, it's going down in <laughs> oh, Women's so History Month. Oh, you freestyling now. I just, I just put it together. You, I'm telling you, it's going down in Women's History Month along with Women's History. This poem will be there. Thank it will you. Be don't, there. don't do nothing for Men's History Month. We don't want nothing. We don't even have that. I said that in the poem, if you was listening. There is no Men's History Month. I just said that. It never will be. Thank you. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Roscoe Wallace is back. My man. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to welcome him back. He is here, the one and only Roscoe. All the time, baby, what's going on? I don't even know time with the intro. Everybody know me. You don't know me. Who is you? (laughs) Roscoe, Carla... Carla yeah, has something go- special for you today. Carla, okay, you okay, go ahead. All right, well, well, All right, hold on. Roscoe. Let me just say hello to everybody. Well, Carla, what you need? Hey, what's going on, Roscoe? You ready? Hey, look, baby, you know what's going on me. <laughs> All right, it's Friday, okay. baby. Let's do this. You well, ready? Okay. You're what? 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 All right. Ohio players mm. what, what versus you the Isley Brothers. Fire! Oh, say, come on. Fire! Oh, woo, woo, woo! Fire! <laughs> well, say, child, fire! Yeah, oh, when you walk, I knew it. They talk. Yeah. Really sets me off. Five alarm, child. Yes, it does. Mm, Where you squeeze? Mm. Mm. to my knees. Smoking, baby. Fight it. Come on. Fight the power. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> fight the baby, 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 baby. Fight it. <laughs> fight the power. Come on. Ha. Stand up. <laughs> fight the power. Uh-huh. Mm, that's a jam right there, boy. Yeah, Man, good job, Rock. Hard to right there. Go ahead. We ready. You ready? Stay ready, Gap baby. Band. Gap Band versus Uh-oh. Cameo. Oh, you can't keep running <laughs> in and out of my life. <laughs> Cause don't you know that I like having you around in my life. Oh, he's singing. Mm, hard. Oh, baby. <laughs> I knew he was going to oh, baby us. <laughs> My heart <laughs> is yearning 
for your love. <laughs> I'll say some kinda. Yeah. Oh, when you walk, even when you talk, it comes over me. Kinda. Oh, Larry Blackman here. Y'all can yeah. up on the outside of my pants. <laughs> Good job, good job. All right, Roscoe. Let's do a little blue-eyed soul. Blue-eyed soul. Doobie Brothers. Uh Mm. Keep forgetting. (laughs) Not in love anymore. Come on. Mm. Keep forgetting. Things will never be the same again. Oh, no. How you (laughs) made that so clear. (laughs) I keep forgetting, girl. Killing it. Every time you need verse two. <laughs> every time I wanna see your eye. Hey. Said it's gone too far. Yes. You oh. can only tell me why. Boy, that white boy. <laughs> who does Who does All the notes. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Baby hell <laughs> With the woman's eye I can feel you watching in the night All alone with me I'm waiting for the sunrise when I feel cold, warm me, and if I feel I can't go on, you come in, a whole me is a you and me ever. Prank phone call coming up next. Fuck it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, she is more than his nurse, okay? We'll get into that. Kind of self-explanatory. That's what you want, though. That's what you want. Not necessarily. Nurse plus. (laughs) Super nurse. That's what she got them white stockings and that white, that little short white nurse outfit. That right there. Come out of the 1950s. Okay. They don't make nurses like they used to. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, they do. They just don't wear the same. Right. When I was in the hospital, that's what I was looking for. I wanted that. (laughs) But they helped you get better, though, didn't they? Whatever they were wearing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's I, had yeah. Yeah. I had a nurse named Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's time for the prank phone call now with the crazy nephew. What you got for us, Nev? My comb and brush. Cat dog, if you would. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yeah, this Hey, listen. My name is uh, Sean uh, did you have a uncle that passed away named Yep. Uh-huh. All right. He your uncle, right? Yeah, that's my uncle. We we, we read him about three and a half months ago. Right. What well, the reason why I was calling was I'm the person that actually cut your uncle hair when he passed away. Okay. So the uh, reason why I was calling uh-huh. is uh, the situation is when I cut his hair, 
and, and I know you don't know the history about me, but my my daddy and my granddaddy was was barbers. We all barbers. Okay, get, so, I mean, come on, bro, get down to the bottom because you talking about my uncle, man, and I'm trying to see what's going on for real. Okay, and I'm sorry to call you like this, but what I'm telling you is that my my granddaddy and my daddy they they had passed down a brush and a comb to me. Okay, that is is like a sentimental value. Okay, but for the for the last. Two three months, I ain't been able to find the, the the comb and the brush that I used when I had cut his hair. Okay, so okay, go ahead. And what I was trying to call and tell you was that I can't find it, and I'm almost certain. What what I'm trying to okay, tell you? Okay, what I'm okay. What I'm okay. So 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 what can I do to help you find comb brush, Bobby? That's what I'm saying. When I did miss hair and, and edged it up at the funeral home. That's the last time I remember having it. But this was three months ago, man. Right, right. It was about three months ago. What I'm trying to say is I left a comb and brush and, you know, went to the funeral home and did his hair. Okay. And I talked to the funeral home, and they told me that, you know, if I'm trying to find a comb and brush, I got to get permission. Man, what color is the comb and brush? What's the color of the comb and brush? It's black. They're both of them black. The comb is black and oh. the brush. He got all kind of combs that black and comb, man. No, no, no. See what I'm saying is the comb and brush is black, and I know I lost it, but I'm almost certain on, about where it is. Okay, so if you certain about where it is, why you calling that, me? That's the reason why I'm calling you, cause I'm almost certain I left it with him. You left it with my bed on. So, so I called the funeral home. They told me I need to call you in order to get permission to get it. Okay, you call the funeral home to get permission from me that you can go get the comb and brush. From where? The funeral home? So you can go down there if they got it. No, no, no. See, the, the, the comb and brush ain't with the funeral home. The comb and brush is in there with your uncle. The what? The, the comb and brush hold is up, in the casket. Hold up, hold up, hold up, man. You got to say that again. What, you well, what I'm trying to say to you is that the comb and brush is in I'm trying to say and just say what you're saying. I'm saying, saying it, man. The, the comb and brush is in the casket with your uncle. If it's in there, it's six feet. Well, see, see what I'm trying to say is that the comb and brush is sentimental value to me. Bro, it couldn't have been too valuable if you lost it. Well, no, what it was, I value, you know, my work. So I just really got caught up in well, my work, really. Too much if you talking about you that left it with my uncle that's dead three months ago, man. What kind of are you talking about, homeboy? All I'm trying to do with you is see if, if you don't mind approving for them to bring the body up so I can get the comb and brush. <laughs> you lost your mind. Bring the body up for a comb? But, but see, but what I'm trying to explain to you, this sentimental value. I'm trying to get y'all to bring the body up so I can get my comb and brush out of it. Because like I say... My daddy and my granddaddy was born. Dude, this whole thing is sentimental, man. You talking about my dead uncle, man. And you talking about bringing him up out of the ground for a comb, man. I just got these to stop crying around here. And I and I understand what y'all going through as as a family and stuff. See, man, I'm trying to just get my comb and brush, Hey, man, and how you trying to go about doing this all thrown off on, boy? Because ain't nobody digging up no body to bring back no, no brush, man. But you got me pissed off now, man, because you're calling me talking stupid, man. You talking about putting my my uncle, man? That's man. That's not hey, man, it, man. man. I ain't trying to start no. Cause you talking about comb and brush, man? All these Walmart's right. Okay, but I understand all that. But this is sentimental value, man. Well, this 
sentimental to me, man. This something that my, my people uncle love sentimental me. to me, okay? That was my favorite uncle, man. Okay, listen, you talking about pulling up this body, man. I got a boy. Hey, man, man I'm not, I don't want no sh no If you be cutting my career that long, man, you should know how you play, man. And we don't get out like this here, man. I, man, I ain't finna sit here and argue with you. Look, I got some people. It ain't no argument. I got some people that here. I mean, where you stay at, man? Let me say this, man. I got some people that's here with me right now. You know, some of my friends, and we got some shovels. So I can actually go over there and, and go on and get the cone. You got the And in the morning, ain't nobody gonna even know. You ain't gonna go get now, but with the long boy. Say what? You don't get but you don't dig up. So go on and get a comb and a I have a shovel too. You talking about go on the cemetery and try to dig up my hook? Hey man, I'm finna go on and tell you this right here. What you, hey man, I'm trying to get my comb and brush back. I ain't trying to have no problems with you. But I want my comb and brush. Who the hell do you think you talking to, man? Go to Walgreens. Go to Walgreens. Go to Walmart. Go to Safeco. They got them. I ain't mad at nobody. This ain't even about your uncle. This more than that. This and you ain't even got no room to be hollering at me all day. Ain't nobody hollering at you, man. All I'm telling you is, I got a comb and brush in your uncle casket, and I want my brush. When you dig one ditch, you might want to dig two. Say what? I'm going to bust and you going to fall right over in there. Around, yeah? So what you think? You trying to, you trying to dig a grave for me? Man, do you know how long this bit I've been trying to get these... I mean, stop crying this man. Shut up, man. I dare you to with this body. I dare you to with this man. Fuck, boy. I understand what you're going through. I do. Man, who the is this, man? I told you, I don't want to cry in hell. And I want my... You sound like a come up digging on somebody's body, man. Overcoming a bush. I, I got it. I just tried to call you like a man. Because I want to get the comb and brush, and I didn't want to go without getting your permission. Now, if I got to go without getting your permission, I will. Cry with me. You don't know me. Just cry with me. Yeah, just cry with me. It's sentimental to me. Just cry with me. Your brush, dad, your comb. I want to say something else to you. You ain't saying shit. Are you listening? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, man. Where you, man? <laughs> Hello? Uh... Hey. <laughs> you just got pranked by your boy, man. <laughs> oh, I think I needed that cry. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You know like I know. Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Did show I get you, man? Goes down. Oh, man. Give me ain't the word, man. <laughs> and there you have it. Classic as I'll get out my comb and my brush, all right? Classic. Thank you, thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. The subject is, she is more than his nurse, okay? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, and you never know, it could be yours. Mm -hmm. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, she is more than his nurse. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together for 27 years total, and we have two grown children that live elsewhere. Four months ago, my father-in-law, who we call Pop Pop, started showing signs of short-term memory loss, so we decided that he would stay with us during the week and go home on weekends. He is married to a younger woman that we don't trust him with, so since I work from home, I have been watching Pop Pop during the day, and my husband watches out for him at night. His wife, Nina, is almost 20 years younger than him, and she is acting like we are responsible for Pop Pop, and he has not been back and uh, he has not been back home in over a month. We fixed up the basement for him so he can have space and be somewhat independent. A cute young home health care nurse comes by twice a week to check up on Pop Pop, and he calls her his angel. My husband takes him to the ATM every week so he'll have cash for her. We told him that he doesn't have to pay her or tip her, but he loves giving her money. Yesterday, the nurse was in the basement, and I heard them giggling. Then the TV was turned up really loud. Then I heard a lot of water running. Later that night, I asked Pop Pop what he and his angel did earlier, and he smiled, which let me know his short-term memory isn't that bad. I asked if she touched him, and he said that she rubbed a warm towel over his body to clean him off and he really enjoyed it. He didn't need his body to clean. He didn't need his body to clean him off. Um, I mean, I mean, he didn't need to be clean because he bathes daily. So I told my husband that some funny business is going on with Pop Pop and Angel. He told me that Pop Pop is grown. I don't like this at all. Is Pop Pop getting more than what's prescribed? What if he's paying Angel for sex? Uh, 
I don't know if that's going on. I, I just know that your husband is right. Pop Pop is grown. Uh, the only problem, it seems, is that he no longer has or never had short-term memory loss uh, because it seems to be clearing up now. He remembers Angel very well. He remembers what to do with her. He remembers and looks forward to paying her every time she visits. He remembers to go to the ATM to get the money. Uh, the only person he doesn't like act like he cares about now is his much younger wife and she doesn't act like she cares about him the feeling is mutual uh because she left him over there with you and his son and i gotta say that was very thoughtful and kind of you too to look after his dad like this so since he looks like he's doing better um you should get him checked out by a doctor, perhaps. Uh, he might be ready to go back home or he might be ready to, you know, be a single man or something. Get with Angel. You never know. You need to check him out because things have changed. Things have changed since you first thought he had short-term memory loss. And, uh, you know, if that is the case, he can deal with his wife face-to-face and figure out if they still have a marriage. Steve? There ain't nothing wrong in this letter. <laughs> This is a letter about joy. This is a letter about grace. This is a letter about just love. It's just so many good things in this letter. Let me walk you through the upside, folks, of what's happening in Pop Pop's life now. Is she more than his nurse? Number one, that ain't your damn business. And number two, I hope she is. <laughs> now. You had to throw that in. <laughs> let's go. My husband and I have been together 27 years, and we got two grown children live somewhere else. Four months ago, my father-in-law, we called Pop-Pop, started showing signs of short-term memory loss. That's a sign of either Alzheimer's or dementia. One of the two. I'm not sure. I'm not qualified. So we decided that he would stay with us during the week and go home on weekends. Well, he's married to a younger woman and we don't trust uh, him with. So since I work from home, I've been watching Pop Pop during the day and my husband watch out for him at night. Now, he got a wife named Nina that's 20 years younger than he is. And she is acting like we responsible for Pop Pop. Well, you are. You ask him to move into your house during the week and go home on the weekend. She ain't acting like you're responsible. You took on that responsibility. An admiral thing to do because obviously Pop Pop has served his family well and he got some medical challenges now and y'all stepping up to the plate. Thank you. And he ain't been back home in over more. Pop Pop ain't going back over there. <laughs> Pop Pop know where the love is. Pop Pop old enough to know who love him and who don't. Now Pop Pop ain't been home in a month. So y'all fix up the basement so he can have space and be somewhat independent. Now all of a sudden, a cute young healthcare nurse come by twice and we check up on Pop Pop. He calls her his angel. Let's stop right there. He calls her her angel. Most nurses are angels. Nurses are some of the kindest people in the world. And the more kind you are as a nurse, the better it is off for the patient. And I think Pop Pop has found an angel. And when we come back, we're going to find out what the angel did to Papa that the made Papa not take his ass back home. She washed him. Papa got washed. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs>
All right, Steve, hang on. A lot of men listening to this letter right now want to know where this nursing agency at. <laughs> at 23 minutes after the hour, um, we'll come back and recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is she's more than his nurse. We'll be back with part two of Steve's response right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is, she is more than his nurse. She well, this lady been married 27 years to her husband. They got two grown children that have moved off. Uh, his father, Pop Pop, has been having some challenges, short-term memory loss, which could be early signs of dementia or Alzheimer's. Not really sure about that. But you all decided to have him come live with y'all during the week and go home on the weekend because he's married to a younger woman named Nita and that's 20 years younger than him. Now, he done came over to the house. Y'all fixed up the basement so he could be uh, independent, but he ain't went home in a month. Now, you say that Nina, the wife that's 20 years younger, is act like y'all, that's y'all's responsibility. Well, y'all volunteered for Pop Pop to come live with y'all for the week. You took on the responsibility. You released the young girl. So now she says it, she acted like it's y'all's because y'all took it on. Now, Papa ain't been home in a month. And why has he not? Because he got an in-home care nurse that comes by two weeks, two days out the week. And guess what Papa called her? His angel. And most nurses are angels. Nurses are really some of the most important people at the hospital. Because well, they don't want to take care of the patient. The doctor Absolutely. just rolled through and see everybody here now and then. But that nurse, that nurse can make your life bearable in that hospital. So Absolutely. they are angels. So now let's find out why, why he want to call her. Your husband takes Pop-Pop to the ATM machine every week. So he have cash for her. We told him he don't have to pay her or tip her, but he loves giving her money. You don't understand what's happening. I got this young health care nurse coming by. She fine. I got money. What I'm going to do with it? I can't take it with me. So why would I not bless her? Papa, I'm going to bless this young girl. I can't take this money with me. You see, I got short-term memory loss. I might mess around and forget this pen number and can't get none of this money out. (laughs) So while I can't remember, let me go on down here and shake a few dollars loose on this little fine thing. Yesterday, the nurse was in the basement. I heard them giggling. Well, at least she ain't abusing Right. Then the TV got turned up really loud because they're giggling to turn into something else. You don't need to hear this. Then I heard a lot of water running. I caught the elbow around the sink. You oh. ain't never been put up on the sink before? Don't say you ain't because I know you have. What kind oh, you of been on sink? <laughs> oh, you didn't got up on that Move sink. Move it along. Sink. Oh, you get up on Kitchen. that sink and run that water, splash it up on your back while it's happening. First of all, you know what the waterfall is? Zank. It ain't a sink <laughs> when you up there and it's popping off. It's a sink. <laughs> It's a saint, girl. Now, y'all have heard this water splash, and you trying to figure out. And later that night, I asked Pop Pop what he and Miss Angel did early, and he smiled. Hell yeah, he's smiling. Which let me know his short-term memory ain't that bad. How you going to forget that? It was just this afternoon. We was up on the sink running water. I was splashing it on her backside while she was sitting on the sink. We turned the TV up so you wouldn't hear the splashing and the smacking sound. Now, I asked if she touched him, and he said he rubbed her with a warm towel over his body to clean him off. Cause they, and then she come talking about, and he really enjoyed it. 
he didn't need to be cleaned off because he bathes daily. Yeah, but when they was up on that sink splashing that water out, Papa was sweating. So you got to rub him off to get all this sweat off Papa because Papa clean. And you know, ain't no law say you can't get rubbed down in water more than once a day. <laughs> Papa just in there just getting handled. And that little nurse doing what she do, getting that little extra change with them tips. What? I told my husband, I think some funny business is going on with Pop Pop and Angel. He told me Pop Pop grown, and he is. He his daddy. I don't like this at all. You just a hater. She hating on Pop Pop and Angel. Yeah, when your husband come home, why don't y'all turn the TV up live? You get up on the sink, watch this. I think it's Pop Pop getting more than what's prescribed. How do you know what to give to a man? You ain't no nurse. She's an angel. And she's giving Pop Pop something to remember. Warm baths and stuff. And I got some friends that's just in my age group. And half them in badass shape. Could you please email me the name of this nursing agency so I can send it to my friends so they can sign up? What if he's paying Angel for sex? <sighs> Girl. What? What if he paying Angel for sex? So? Mm-hmm. Not so. He can't take her to dinner, y'all, and took the car keys. <laughs> so the wine and dining is out. So I wash your body, you wash mine. Yeah, put me down in some hot oils, baby, <laughs> and I'll do the same thing to you. All right, um, <laughs> turn on the water. Leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Cut up Letter. the TV. On Instagram at Steve Harvey Do-do-do-do. FM and check out the Strawberry Take Letter podcast. Take that hot towel and rub it demand. all over me. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, before we get into sports, um, just tell us how your Sickle Cell Awareness podcast is going. Oh, man, living your life is doing great, man. I, I got a great guest coming up, man. Kiki Shepard is going to be on the show. She oh, has yeah. Kiss Foundation. But she does for sickle cell. She's going to tell us all about it. So livingyourlife.online. Go ahead and go register and subscribe. Livingyourlife.online. All right, in sports, uh, last month, right before the Super Bowl, NFL great and sports commentator Michael Irving was accused of making harassing and inappropriate comments to a female Marriott Hotel employee last month. And he was immediately pulled from from the NFL Network and ESPN's coverage of the Super Bowl. Then Irvin filed a $100 million defamation lawsuit against the Marriott Hotel. Well, he scored a major victory this week after a federal court judge ruled that the Marriott must turn over any video that shows Irving and his accuser at its hotel. Now, uh, they have till March 7th to turn over all these videos. So we're going to find out what's going to happen. Friday. Man. Yeah, just accusing. Get it together. And you know what, man? It, it, it's the fact that he lost so much money from not mm-hmm. being able to work the NFL. Um, so it's I'm crazy. just going to tell you flat it out. For reputation. them to assume that man. he was guilty and then to remove him from that hotel room like that, man, that's crazy. That just says a whole lot. You can't do that to people. This man loses off of an accusation with no proof behind it. We got to stop this type of stuff now. Here what has to happen. Mm-hmm. If you sexually abuse a woman, you should pay. 
If you put a woman, that's we got that. But now, if you accuse a man of sexual abuse and there is none, then you got to pay too. See, we got to start locking up people that make false accusations too. See, you can't just go for the money and then don't get the money and then, oh, well, I tried to hit him up and it didn't work. Yeah. And you skip on out with your life. No, man, I hope he sued a married the draws off the Marriott Corporation. A hundred million If he's dollars, in it, yeah. I do a hundred million and I go get crunk. <laughs> you, 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 you hey, they're not going to do this thing. We're going to march around the Marriott. <laughs> also in sports, man, Kevin Durant made his son's debut the other night, man. Congratulations, Kevin Durant, coming back on the court, man. 23 points in 27 minutes. That's what he showed up with, man. Also, Devin Booker put down 37 as they beat the Hornets 105 to 91. This might be a nice combo this here. Might be the team. You might this be might the be one. It. If Durant stay healthy, man, they strong. They strong, man. They strong. I, I can't wait to see some more basketball. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa Pippen, was a guest on the Tamron Hall Show, and she nervously opened up about dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. It's been trending since they started dating. Larsa uh, is 16 years older than Marcus, who is Michael Jordan's son. Larsa was married to Scotty Pippen when he played in the NBA with Michael Jordan, and now she's dating Michael's son, and people are looking at her with the side eye. I mean, you know, that's kind of normal, too. Larsa's 48. Marcus is 32. Tamron told Larsa, it's, quote, normal for people to wonder how Marcus's parents have reacted to them dating. Larsa said, they're fine. Everyone's fine. When you're an adult, I think your parents just want to see you happy. Tamron then asked Larsa if she has Marcus's parents' blessing, and she stated, yeah, I I feel like we're great. We've spent holidays together. It's good. We're in a great place. So there you go. And here's the question. Would you care if your 32-year-old son dates a much older woman or would you care because of who the much older woman was or is?
Because his son is grown, you know. They were teammates. But it seems like the, the, her ex-husband and the father of the guy that she's dating, b- did, they didn't have a good relationship. Do you see what right, I'm and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all the men in the world you could date, you date These him. Jordans done got on Pippin's last damn nerve. All <laughs> these Jordans done got on Pippin's last damn nerve. And, yeah, and he so is fed up I with I think it. they didn't have a good relationship after Last Dance came out. Yeah, we the didn't documentary. Find out about so you it. mean it. I thought that Scotty felt like he didn't get enough credit, credit. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And right. you know, you got the same amount of rings that the man got with him. I just, you know, it's kind of crazy, man. There's a picture of Michael Jordan holding his son, watching a basketball game. It's, right. it's a little weird, man. That's what I'm saying. It's awkward. It, it's it's really just a little weird because, damn, man, that's Mike's son. Ugh, that's, that's, yeah. It's that's weird. There's nothing you could do about it because they're adults. It's just right. weird. I, I don't. It, it's a little odd and strange. I know I would be over at the house at the holidays. I'd be a little nervous. <laughs> Something would go As down. Marcus, you would be uh-huh. nervous? No, well, who not would be Marcus. nervous? As Pip? Larsa? As yeah, Larson, I'd be a little. Oh, oh nervous at the house. Jordan household for. I'm pretty holiday. sure they done been to dinner together or something. But the I think the Jordans are cool with it. I think it's the Pippins or Scotty. Pippin got to be tripping. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that's upset. I, I would think so. Yeah, I think I, he got mm. I I just I you know we, we wear Adidas in this house from here on out. You know that. Don't come in here with no Jordans on. No, yeah. Nike. You better not put that logo on. You better yeah, not. I wish I would see that in here. Can I honestly But is say your this circle though? that small that that's, that's why all I you, said all yeah. the men in the world? That's yeah. who you rocking uh, with? Right. Can I, I say I, this on yeah, my behalf? Yeah, say it, Steve. Really, I don't care? Because <laughs> I have no problems with my damn family. <laughs> 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 I got to keep an eye on who bringing who up in here. I got to watch that. I ain't really got no time for Scotty Pippen. X. <laughs> I know I know Scotty Pippen need to take them plaques out of his hair. That's all I know. <laughs> That's your comment? On what made you twist your hair at damn near 60. <laughs> I just, yeah, like you said, after the last last dance, no no one knew that you know Scotty felt yeah. that way. I like Scotty, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Jordan Jordan's a special cat to me. Mm-hmm. For me, not that we hang out or talk or nothing like that. It's just what he meant and he demonstrated. He just yeah. I learned a lot from watching him. Mm-hmm. I he's leader. just that dude for me, and um. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, you know, but you know when Scottie Pippen said, "I was, I'm just as good as the basketball players, Michael Jordan." Yeah, just that's when you start. Eh. 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 So they gonna be when? arguing at Thanksgiving? What's what? What they? <laughs> she said they played holidays going? together. She it was great. Last night. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after uh, this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, if you want to finally hear Chris Rock talk about the infamous Will Smith Oscar slap, you'll have to tune in to his live special Saturday on Netflix. Rock will get his revenge one week before this year's Oscars. He recently told an audience, I rooted for Will Smith my whole life. 
The other day, I watched Emancipation just so I could watch him getting whipped. (laughs) 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 Before the live comedy special, comedians Kevin Hart, Leslie Jones, Amy Schumer, Jerry Seinfeld, and Wanda Sykes will join Rock in a pre-show, and that is tomorrow on Netflix. You don't want to miss that, okay? Love it. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to check that out. Oh, yeah, they took a book wheel ass now. I got to see that one. Yeah. yeah what, can you believe it's been a year? Almost a year. Uh, almost a year. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that, I can believe it. Ass can go by fast. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. And you're a proponent of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wow. So Chris Rock, Netflix tomorrow. And if you haven't seen some more Netflix special, please check yes. that out. Please check out our check girl. Out. Yes, our yeah. girl. She has been killing it. Killing yes, she it. Has. She made good, me put good. my 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 uh Uggs away, Carla. I think the name of it is uh Chandelier Queen. Queen Chandelier, okay. yeah. Yeah. You and put that baby hair. Put that I green know. baby hair. Stop pulling it out with that gel. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Let's just get quickly into it. Would you rather sex completely under the covers or have no covers at all? I need the covers out the way. Yeah, yeah. It gets too I like hot to be tangle like free. Uh huh. Oh, I got way too, too much heat had this cover. <laughs> I'll keep you hot. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about it. here. All this sweating and I'm finna. <laughs> All right. Let's, keep let's that cover on as if you want to. Your ass gonna think you in a steam room. <laughs> Newlywed junior. <laughs> right, it don't matter. I'm just getting sex. So A and B it works. Either one. <laughs> Either way. Covers or no covers? Yeah, I'm, we're going to start with covers, but we're going to end up with none, so it don't matter. <laughs> All right, now. Yeah, okay, Junior. We move okay, under the bed see. if you want to. Get this, what? Get this, get this bed. <laughs> All right. Would you rather do a new You can go in there thing. and get that shower curtain if you feel like it. What? <laughs> you can bring all them bath rugs in here. What, what, what you need. <laughs> Moving on to, would you rather do a nude scene in a film or would you rather send nude pictures to the wrong person? Mm. Oh, this what? is tailor-made yeah, for Tommy. Yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, Tommy. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Naked and afraid, come on. Uh, I can't send no nude picture to the wrong people. That, that, that can't happen. So I'm, You've never you done really that camera action. You really can't do no nude movie. <laughs> I got, I, I, it ain't a nude movie, it's a nude scene. Well, in that's, a, that's too many people seeing this here. I just <laughs> sent this picture to the wrong person. <laughs> uh-uh. So that's what and just let that see. one person have to deal with it. What we not finna do is <laughs> show the world. <laughs> <laughs> so that goes for you too, then, Steve, because you've done some movies yourself. I'm gonna send person to. I'm gonna send naked picture to the wrong person. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. But Tommy, Give me you an idea of like, would like, but of like, when you say wrong person, like who? Like your uh, like relative, the head of like I your heart. sister, like, like the head yeah, of I like heart. Your oh, I send it, I send it right on over the moment. Your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, have you lost your rabbit ass mind? <laughs> boy, boy, you gonna send a naked picture to me? Miss Polly or Miss Mona? Mona. <laughs> 
right. All right. Would you rather roll your eyes while your wife is fussing at you, or would you rather just go shh, shh, shh to Ooh. her? Oh, oh, you rather shush is, her. Yes. You better roll your eyes. I'm not rolling. rolling eyes. You shush. Yeah. Don't be a problem. Yeah. Roll eyes. Well, that ain't gonna work out for you. Nah. <laughs> I, just I ain't gonna do today. shush. Uh-uh. Who you smart man? Yeah. Who you shushing? Hello. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna close my eyes. I'm not gonna roll. <laughs> All right. Coming up. Thank you guys. That's today's edition and round of Would You Rather. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day of the week on this Friday. It's been a good week. Uh, wow, we made it to Friday. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. March Thank 3rd. You, Lord. Yes. March 3rd. We, this year is rolling already, wow. right? Already um, March. Yep. So, Tommy, um, you're fresh off your 100th episode of Ready to Love last Friday. Oh, I'm at 101 now, sir. It's 101. I'm, I'm just, I, I count them. You headed them. to that I count them every, fri- every Friday. I count them now. 101, 102. Yeah. We moving right along. I love it, Sooner Tom. Later, yeah. Sooner or later, we be at 150. Mm-hmm. Then and if God right. say the same, 200. Let's yeah. keep going. That's how you Let's do keep it. Let's keep going. Yep. So congratulations again on that. Uh, And don't forget, everybody, tune in tonight for an all new episode of Ready to Love on OWN. What is what can we expect tonight, Tommy? What you have for it? You can expect me, sexy. What you talking about, girl? Oh, we want to see the contestants. You know, we love you and everything, but you know. Okay, you can expect Dre to have that hair going down the center of his head. You can expect that. Okay, you can count on that. (laughs) And Blake is still there. Saw him with that little. Curly piece. Curly thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, nice guy, though. The hell is he thinking? Like, right. <laughs> yeah, he good, dude. Good dude. We'll dude. be watching. We'll be watching. We definitely I got. A, I got a lot of people always asking about Ready to Love Chicago. And oh. I'm up for it. But I'm up for it. But it's going to have to be in the summertime. Summertime, baby. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. No. <laughs> No, I want your no. ass up in there to win when I was up there. <laughs> <laughs> it is cold. Cold in the shot. Yes. Hey, Tommy, how long does it take to shoot the show? How many weeks? About six. Oh, you can't go to Chicago. They just got two <laughs> weeks of summer there, and here come the hell. A oh, blizzard. Here comes the Yeah. Right after that. Out of nowhere. Yeah, you ain't going to be able to shoot up there, though. <laughs> what are you going to ask me, Shirley? 
<laughs> well, I was going to ask you, you know, we talked earlier about uh, Chris Rock's special tomorrow on Netflix. He's going to talk about the slap with Will Smith and everything. We talked about some more special on Netflix as well. I want to know you as a stand-up. That's how you started your career. When you watch a Chris Rock, when you watch some more Dave Chappelle, do you watch as a fan, as a, an audience member, or do you critique? You know what I'm saying? Well, I watch, watch as show? a fan because mm-hmm. I am a fan of Samoans. I mm-hmm. am a fan of Chappelle and Rock because they they are throwback to what comedy really was. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the cats now, this guy, Ali Sadiq, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that dude right there, man, he's so damn funny to me, man. He's coming. I want I want to find him and yeah. talk to him. Uh-huh. That dude right there. You want his From number? Houston? Is, yeah. You know him? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That boy is funny. Wait a minute, man. He from Houston? Yeah. Yeah, yes. he's, he's actually on in the afternoon with Funky Larry Jones. Yeah. Oh, up in Houston. Larry. He does radio. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Ali That is dude funny. right there, man. Uh-huh. Is, it, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, with the right couple of moves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could be one of the next greats. Wow, man, uh, gonna love you. That's how that I've Steve watched Hart. him. He gonna love you no, that Ali Sadiq, man, I kid you not. Somebody tell him I said that. Because I've watched him closely. I've watched a lot of his work. And you that seen, boy uh, right there, man. You, you seen you Mexicans Got On Boots? You seen that? What is that? Mexican Got On Boots is a, is a, uh, a bit he does about when he was in, in oh, big detention. Oh, man. When I say storytelling and straight classic, oh my God. No, that's what I'm saying. He's a, That's what could make him one of the greats, uh-huh. man. And I just think that dude, man, I would love to do something with Netflix while I like doing Steve Harvey Presents. Because oh, I know some cats, man. Yeah. I've I been watching some dudes that's, that's really, really strong. But I do watch as a fan, and mm-hmm. I watch... For, I understand, like Dion Cole's special, Charlene's Ooh, uh, baby man. boy, <laughs> outstanding man. The dude was such a cold throwback. Yes. I watched. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I watched some Cat William clips, man. Mm-hmm. That dude right there did some funny ass mess, man. Yes, he did. That yes, damn yes, cat did, did some funny ass mm-hmm. mess, man. Mm-hmm. That dude did some funny mess. Um, I hate that it happened to him the way it did, but it probably had to happen for a reason. He's making a great comeback right now, but I, th- I think he was uh he was one of the special cat. When I look at the top ten comedians in this era, mm-hmm. he can he can easily get in there because his body of work very very funny guy man. That's how I look at comedy. You know, my, my Mount Rushmore of comedy is so complex. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I do know who these dudes really are, and like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, gets a rock all by themselves. Because mm-hmm. them dudes, Richard is a, alone, far and away the greatest mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. If you don't say that, it, it's because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You can't know. You can't know name nobody after him that was greater. Eddie, too many hundred million dollar movies, too many skits, too much mm-hmm. comedy. He's yeah, just a funny. beast by himself. Yeah. Yes. And then on The Rock, if I had to do modern day, in all honesty, Bill Cosby, man, one of the most prolific com- comedians of all time. 20 comedy albums. Ain't nobody done that. No, yeah, and I'm wow. talking about a brilliant storyteller. You can get mad at his life, 
But when we talking about stand up, that dude right there, man, mm-hmm. wicked. And I don't want people to forget about Sinbad. That oh, dude yes. was mm-hmm. Sinbad yes. was a beast, man. Yes, he was. <laughs> but them damn kings, though. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting on somebody else to take us out. Uh, y'all have a great day. Talk to God. <laughs> 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 For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.